Hey kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. 104.7 this game. Mike the intern, Jay Stevens in the studio. Dark side of the stream. It's a little early for this light. It is a little, a little early. Uh, for Jay, I've been up for five hours at this point. Um, so uh, today, uh, and as we've done in Dark Side of the Stream, we look at a documentary, and this is uh, Jay's pick, Life After Flash, which uh, was a pretty interesting documentary. But I would like to note before we get into this, my mom is now catching up on Dark Side of the Stream. She had to do a couple big trips recently. Hi, mom. And sorry, uh, we talk about drugs. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> She's going through them and texting me like questions about killers and stuff. And I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? Then I realized she's, she's going back episode you. by episode on Dark Side of the Stream. So, Mom, I love you. Just a big shout out. And yes, as Jay mentioned, I am so sorry about the drug stories. The first one she, she got real up in arms about was the taking uh, acid before the band trip in Your high son. school. Your <laughs> son. She's like... You really did that? And I'm like, oh, God, I can tell you so many more stories, but uh, I'm not going to do that. So anyway, hi, Mom. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, this is Dark Side of the Stream. We are discussing the documentary Life After Flash, which I think this is a really good example of the generational gap because in the Between previous- Between you and I. Yeah. Well, and, and really in music and shows and all this stuff, because- we did the power of gray school and I, and, and I was all over it. I was yeah. fanboying. I was like, Oh my God, I had that. And Jay's After just, my time. Jay's like, bro, that, that was, I was already, I was already I was chasing tail. I was, yep. I wasn't even, I, I was, was playing guitar and chasing girls and skateboarding. And that's exactly. all I did. And, and, and I get it because all my whole world was he man, she and all that stuff. And flash Gordon came out in 1980, two years before I was born. And this, at the time was it was the world was so like sci-fi just infatuated you had yeah, yeah, yeah. you had star wars you had star trek coming back and doing major motion pictures you had battlestar galactica the tv show and then you had this which interestingly enough they actually offered uh george lucas um to uh direct this but it was declined and then uh, he created star wars they tried to make this movie uh, since the 60s. Yeah, because it was uh, a TV show, wasn't it? Like yeah, way back when? Well, Buster Crab was, was a new uh, Flash Gordon. It was, it was a comic book as well. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that's how it started, was a comic book. Um, but it's it's a really crazy story about how this, the documentary does a really good job of kind of showing you like the hodgepodge of characters that were involved in this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it made it sound really epic, the movie, you know? Because I don't remember the movie much, but it made me want to watch it again. <laughs> So the like, making of it, it became was, it more was, interesting than the And movie they made itself. it kind of funny, you know, like here's I, this hero. I think the I think the documentary definitely did a good job of having its own um signature style. You know what I mean? Like it didn't take itself I maybe the movie doesn't take itself seriously. I mean I it's a it it's a sci-fi opera. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. All right, well, it's Dark Side of the Stream. We're discussing Life After Flash. Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio discussing Life After Flash on episode 47 of Dark Side of the Stream. Now, this documentary, uh, Netflix, right? Yeah, 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 and it mostly follows along the main character and his life after Flash. Because he'll forever be the Flash, right? I mean, Flash, Gordon. Uh, but he kind of got blackballed by Hollywood. Just they, for, uh, kind of? 
just for like standing his like kind maybe of. maybe he was a prima donna during the I don't know but yeah like so now his gig is what just cruising around to like sci-fi conventions and signing autographs kind of and okay. he still seems like a prima donna you're though. you're oh he definitely likes him likes Sam is a big fan of Sam this is who we're talking about Sam Jones right and after he did this movie, he wouldn't work again in Hollywood for five years. Well, because there was some issues with him and the director, right? And uh-huh. then there's issues with him. And then he, didn't they even finish the movie without him? Well, like, yeah. So. Like this guy just started putting somebody else in the scenes or something? There was a lot of things that happened. <clears throat> big, big, really big falling out was the, the money man behind Flash Gordon Dino. There was a big falling Dino out. Dino De Laurentiis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very famous director. Yeah. And there was supposedly going to be a trilogy. They were going to do right, what right, right. they did with Star Wars. And that all got scrapped because whether you want to whether it was Sam's ego or Dino's ego or whatever they definitely fall fell out the other thing that was unfortunate and I'm sure I'm, I'm surprised we haven't actually found one from Jay yet was that after the release of the movie uh old Sam had done a nude photo spread and it got reissued in Playgirl in the 1981 issue using his uh, real name which is like uh that's great so when are we going to see the uh Jay issue of Playgirl. Oh, well, now it is all on the internet. So. Yeah, I guess that's true. We're just coming to got, a Machine Gun got, Symphony well, show, only, and you can yeah, see that's it in real life. You, you've got OnlyFans, <laughs> you've got uh, Pornhub, YouPorn. The list goes just on. Just look for the at Stevens handle. It's Dark Side of the Stream discussing Life After Flash on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The Cave, Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern, we're in the studio. It is Dark Side of the Stream, episode number 47, discussing the documentary film Life After Flash, which really tells the story, and not only about the Flash Gordon film, Space Opera set or came out like in 1980. the making of it. And the, the making whole. of it, the production, um, the falling out between Sam and the producer, which, again, they were going to do a three-movie trilogy. Wow, that he could have made, so made a lot of money. He didn't work again in film until 1985. He did do a TV show right after this, which was called Code Red. It only lasted like a year. And he did um, appear in he Ted. Was, he was in the A-Team, yes. He was in Hunter, Riptide. Uh, he, he was in a few things. He was also in the uh, short-lived NBC sci-fi series, The Highwayman. Mm. Uh, yeah, so uh, he he bounced he around tried, a little bit. But he's been doing sci-fi festivals. One thing this film did, though, that was the first time, I think, in the film was have a huge rock band do the soundtrack. That's true, um, and that's a great, great Look at point. me with the music knowledge. Yeah, Boom, that, mic that, drop. He just, he just blew it up. That's exactly where we're going with Flash. this. At He'll say every one of us. Yeah, at the point, there a band really hadn't just like other than uh, you know Hard Day's Night with the Beatles or uh, the Who's. Yeah, but that was a uh, Tommy. Who's Tommy would be yeah. another good example. Um, I guess you could really do uh, if you really wanted to to say uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the movie. You remember with Ooh, uh, that was the poor, BGS and Peter Frampton. That was Frampton. a poor one. But it's it's another example of a band doing a soundtrack. Now this was specifically a band doing a soundtrack that was not a music. Right, Queen right. I think this is a really was the first to do it. it was Somehow they got Queen to do this. Brian May, um, who would go on to do a lot of movie soundtracks, actually, um, basically was kind of the brainchild behind this. And then you've got Queen, who does the entire uh, soundtrack. It was one of the earliest high budget feature films to score a primarily composed and performed 
soundtrack by a band. And then later on, my favorite would be Maximum Overdrive from ACDC. Who made who? Don't know. I'm not familiar with it. Maximum Overdrive? Oh, never heard of it. Machine Killer Machines coming to life to kill people. Stephen King. Ah, it in sounds a good. Massive, massive, sounds massive, good. massive, massive uh, cocaine frenzy. Wrote a movie, directed it called Where do the I Maximum find Overdrive. Emilio Estevez is in it. ACDC does the soundtrack. ACDC does the soundtrack. Are we going to oh, do a wait. dark side of the stream where we actually watch an actual movie oh, and talk about dude. it? Because it's my I'm turn down. next, I'm and down. I would love, I dude, I will watch Where do we Max find this thing? Uh, you I, better. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. We we got to we got to talk Stick about with Flash. Got to talk about Flash. Stick we'll talk to the about, script, kid. Well, I think that's what we're gonna do. Um, so yeah, back to the the documentary Laugh After Flash. Yes, it does. It follows Sam and what he went through after this movie. Like you mentioned, I think he kind of was a big head and thought he was gonna be going places. It's unfortunate that it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and you well, can kind of see, but movie, he made a living. He still makes a living off yeah, of one he, role in 1980. Yeah, 40 years around, later. He, I mean, I guess he makes a living going to these sci-fi conventions and setting up shop and p- taking pictures, sign autographs. Yeah. I mean, it's not Tough a bad gig, living. life on the road. Yeah. I mean, it's no no different than traveling salesman. You're just selling yourself, you know? Now it sounds like a good gig. I know. It's exactly what we do here. All right, it's that's Dark that, Side not. of the Stream. We will discuss our uh, thoughts on the uh, Life After Flash documentary and discuss what it is we're going to be watching in next week's episode on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The Cave, Springfield's Pure Classic Rock. Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens. It's Dark Side of the Stream discussing the documentary Life After Flash. How uh, many how many flashes would you give this documentary? Uh, I'd give it a four. You give it a four? Yeah, it was good. It was, I give it a, yeah, I give it a three and a half. Three and a half flashes. Interesting story. Well done. I got to learn a little bit about the whole movie I, that I had forgotten all about. Didn't so. rewrite the rewrite the wheel. I have seen this movie, but it was a long time ago, yeah, and I need to rewatch it. I was a kid, probably. I need to rewatch it uh, because now, I obviously, I probably remember the soundtrack more than I actually remember the film. But um, yeah, it's uh, it, it was a pretty good documentary. Had a good flair. I thought the 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 director and the producers did a really good job of just telling the story Dad about it. Dad just finds these hidden gems all the time. Uh, hey, Jay, Jay really has his ear to uh, the asphalt when it comes to uh, hearing documentaries. Um, I'm like an in, like a Indian uh, stalking wolves. But we basically, I've come to a crossroads here because in the last break, we discussed the fact that Jay has never actually seen the movie Maximum Overdrive. Uh, but it's not a documentary, though. So. I know, I know. But this movie in itself, yeah, you, you can watch it on Prime right now, bud. Um, yeah, on Prime? Yeah, yeah. Maximum Prime's got overdrive. it. God, I just don't uh, watch movies. Like yeah, movies. man. It's I don't know. Lose I, me, man. I really want it's to gonna, do. I really, it's going to lose me. I, I know, but it's so I good. I try watching movies, especially older ones. It's like, oh, gosh, I can't do this. I, just in any kind of movie right now, you just like, no, no good. No, I mean, no. <laughs> You're like talking to a teenager. I would much rather. What do, you, what do you want to eat? I don't know. I would much rather just watch like an interview with some 80s rocker on YouTube. What do you for want? An to, hour. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, what's the documentary, Mike? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um. All right. I think we should uh, talk about who killed little Gregory. Ooh. Um, it's about, Where is uh, this? Where it's is on it? Netflix. 
Um, it's about murder and the attempts to solve that murder, but it's a lesson in media representation and the horrific sex sexism Gregory's mother had to face in the wake of her own son's murder. There you go. Who so, killed sounds like a nice top, a happy topic. It's Dark Side of the Stream. You can stream it online, 1047thecave.com from our 104.7 The Cave app, wherever you get your apps at, download it for free. And of course, we do this video live on Facebook every Thursday, 9 a.m., Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave.